0: This is a headgum podcast. In eighty six, Anne M.
1: Martin wrote the first book of what became a call now it's time. The Babysitter's
0: Club, Club.
1: Hello and hi. we're back. And hello to you, Tanner. Hi. And hi to you.
0: What are you up to today?
1: Uh, doing a podcast now and previously uh, work. Nice. Uh, Cyril and I did stop on the way home from school to go look at a front loader. Okay, not yeah. a backhoe loader. Okay, and you're now you're really pushing my fucking buttons because <laughs> I was like, "Oh, look at the front loader," and he was like, "Dad, that's a backhoe," and I was like, "Oh, I think it is a backhoe loader."
0: Oh, so you why? So you were hoping. I see what you were trying to do. You came to me, yeah, <laughs> now and said front loader and then I just you were expecting me to just kind of agree with you and then yeah. you were going to go back to Cyril and be like, "Yes, yeah, Uncle see, Tanner, Tanner says Uncle it's a front loader."
1: Yeah, and in fact, you you did the same like fucking nagging. I was like, "I don't know." <laughs> I like I literally I genuinely said to him. I was like, "Oh, cuz I don't want to teach him wrong." I was like, "Oh, I can't tell, like, because it has a scoop on the front, but it does have a backhoe. I was like, it looks like a front loader to me, because it's like using the scoop. But is it a backhoe loader? And he was like, Yeah, Dad, yeah. it's a backhoe loader. <laughs> right. I like the new grown-up version of cereal imitation that I do.
0: Eh, it's not. It's not this anymore. Cause that's
1: not quite what it was like, but it was quite like that. He's like, it's a backhoe loader. It's a backhoe loader. Yeah. Anyway, get that's your what shit we did together, today. Jack. Yeah,
0: We're not here to talk about backhoe Loaders, we're here to talk about the incredible Babysitter's Club Netflix series starring, well, n- neither of us. No, the names of the people.
1: But they're all so good.
0: They're all so good. It was a Claudia episode this week, and the young woman they found to play Claudia is great, and she can really pull off those Claudia outfits.
1: She just nails it, and her Claudia outfits are so much better than, and I have to say it, the Claudia outfits that the girl wears on the cover of the Friends Forever books.
0: Yeah, those are poorly done. But we're not here to build up the show by tearing down the Friends Forever books. Someone worked hard on those book covers, and we've talked about that before, and we're not here to no shit all over their life's work. Do you think that was their life's work? Because that is like
1: assuming that that was their life's work is kind of shitting over it. I think so. I think it's their life's work. Um, what I'd like to do is introduce the show. The way I do that is I say hi, hi. Hi. That's what Jamie Newton says, by the way. You guys haven't met him yet. <laughs> um, yeah. Is he on the show? Do we know? Look, I don't know. They're busy with their own whatever they're doing. And yeah. welcome to the Babysitters Club. Club. And you say it and I don't, and it's No, Baby-Sitter's I Cl-
0: don't like it. I don't like it. Do, what do you, you want say to say it it together?
1: You say it too. Okay, fine. <laughs> the Babysitter's Club Club Club, a podcast in which I, Jack Shepard, and I, Tanner Greenring. Okay, talk about that. That's Tanner? okay. No, that's good. I loved it. I love that you just went along with it. That the two of us, I'm <laughs> like flummoxed from it. <laughs> okay. Uh, and it's just we're in a sentence that's working, <laughs> not anymore. I Jack Shepard and I Tanner Green ring, but you've kind of now you've no. I love you're it. hoisted no, no, on no, your don't own. Don't ruin patar. this for me. Don't ruin this for me. The yeah. two of us, we both. What we do is we talk about the uh, uh, currently we talk about the uh, Netflix
0: series Babysitters yes. Club. we talk about the Netflix series by the Hand of God. Yes. Rachel. Do we, do we do a new epithet for her each week, like Anne? Shukert. Or an ant. I don't know. I don't
1: know. I don't want to formalize it. Because here's what I think. I think that each ghost writer gets one epithet.
0: Sweet Pete is sweet. Sweet Feet of Sweet Sweet, sweet Pete. Sweet Pete is sweet feet. The um, entity is the entity. Nola that girl.
1: Nola that girl. Well,
0: no, she's also Nolan One. Yeah, sure. But you don't get as and many.
1: And I think you get one way of thinking about yourself. That's how it works in Greek mythology.
0: And for okay. Rachel Shukert, We should have Rachel on the show and ask her what she thinks of herself.
1: Yeah, but she probably thinks of herself as the hand of God, because if you'll remember from the last episode, she put a big painting on uh, Claudia's door that's a yes. Illuminati symbol of a hand with a triangle in the middle that it. is the biggest hint I've ever seen that someone wants to be called the hand of God. And Anne is the hand that shakes. yes. Rachel's the good. hand of God, and what we do is we talk about the TV series now, and we'll be back to, to the books later, but now it's a TV series, and we watched another
0: one, didn't we, and it was good again, wasn't it? It was good again. Oh, I forgot a joke that i said to the VP at Scholastic Okay. at the end of the email. I said, P.S., we're almost out of books. Can you please convince Anne to write more? <laughs> That's funny. Thank you. It was good again. What a delight it is to email with me.
1: Yeah, it's it's fun to email with you, Uh, uh, Jamie. Your wife did a funny tweet that my wife that was like that's Borat. She was like, "So here's the difference between your family and my family." Yeah, Jamie did a tweet that seemed like it was getting a lot of engagement, where she was like, "I really want to watch the Netflix Babysitters Club show because my dumb husband has a
0: dumb implied has a
1: dumb podcast." Yeah, I have to watch it just like one episode per week which is like these shows are like little little chunks they're little snacks so it's like it's pretty insane to watch just 30 minutes a week and everyone was like oh that sucks and i was thinking about that tweet in relation to sarah's life sarah also really wants to watch the babysitters club netflix show yeah and she was like hey today she was like hey can we watch why did
0: you? Why did you just do her voice? Di- why did you lower your voice to do an impression of Sarah? <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying hey. to.
1: I'm trying to create the illusion of another person speaking. It's acting. Okay. She was like, "Hey, can we watch the show now together?" I watch. She watched the first episode by herself, and I was like, "Oh no, no. There's no way you and I can watch the show together because I the way I watch it is I pause every five seconds to like." take notes and look at what's in the background. And it would be a very unpleasant viewing experience for you. Yeah.
0: Jamie and I watched the second episode last night so that we could record about it tonight. And I realized about 10 minutes in after I had already paused five times to write down some snarky, shitty joke in my computer. I was like, Oh, this is a terrible way to watch this show. And she said, it's fine. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's not ideal viewing, but it's... It's what we're doing. Well, we're we're working. We're working. We're doing our best. We're working.
1: And this week, we did watch a video book, didn't we? And the video book was called Babysitter's Club Netflix Show. Claudia.
0: Babysitter's Club Netflix Show. Claudia. And the Phantom Phone Calls. Did you notice, Jack? And it's this kind of attention to detail that the hand of God and her PAs give Mm -hmm. us. The episode opens with a journal opening up. Yeah, it was Claudia's journal this week. It was Claudia. Last week it journal. was Christie's yeah. journal. This week it was Claudia's. But the
1: handwriting for the opening credits is still Christie's handwriting. That might be
0: Rachel's handwriting.
1: No, I think it's Christie, unless okay. Rachel
0: writes just like Christie. Might she? Might? Yeah, it's possible. The bu- the video books are p- epistolary. Are they? Yeah, because every episode opens up with like a diary opening up so it's not epistolary epistolary would be letters and it's she's no not she's writing. right no 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 she's she's narrating her letter or she's narrating her text that she's written in her journal right so that's not epistolary because epistolary is very specific like a letter lit. to herself okay fine
1: that you got me on a technicality
0: <laughs> <laughs> well what do you call epistolary when it's not when it's d- diaries just like, like then hot shot first person hmm. that's what autobiographical it, maybe yeah exactly well, they're autobi- these, these episodes are autobiographical then.
1: Yes, and they are. And she's talking to us. Yes, me. To you specifically. Let's talk about this book. I think the way we like to do it, fuck, it's not a book. Video book, video book. We'll talk about the video book. I just don't want to get called out. You know, people are going to be like, they're past it. You know, they're like, they're calling this video book a book. We don't even know what that is. We don't have them. Oh, right. Let's talk about this video book. The way we like to do it is you describe it in 60 seconds.
0: Okay, great. I
1: thought you were going to push back, but you didn't.
0: Well, why me? I thought you did it. I did it last week. Oh, okay. I just assumed you would always do it. Mm, that's unfair, isn't it? Okay. <clears throat> Let's see if I can remember much. It's
1: pretty easy to remember. You've read the book. Read the you book, and I watched, watched the, the TV video show book.
0: yesterday. Here's
1: what I'm going to do. I've got a big, bad clock right here. I'm going to put 60 seconds on it. During those 60 seconds, you're going to describe everything that happens in this video novel. Are you ready? Yes.
0: I'll begin now. Okay, it's Halloween, and that means it's the Halloween hop, and everyone is trying to figure out who they're going to go to the dance with. Um, Claudia has an interest in a handsome, young, artistic boy named Trevor Sanborn, and she wants to go to the the dance with him. But she is failing math, so she cheats and gets a test from Stacy. Stacy seduces her to the dark side, and she puts her name on it and convinces her parents that she got an A, because Janine does this whole thing where Janine's like, if she gets an A, she should go to the dance, and if she gets an F, she shouldn't. And her parents are just like, great parenting, Janine. Anyway... The she at the last second shows them the test and um shows her them shows that her parents the real test, which is an F, and she's like, sorry, I lied, and they're like, Okay, you can't go to the dance. Also happening in this episode, the pervert uh phantom phone caller is here and he's calling people. And Christy and meets Karen and Andrew Brewer.
1: Okay. Medium job. Medium job. I'd say uh, good job. Okay. Well I got it all. Um, got a lot to talk about in there. The, I think the, the question that the episode asks us, yes. which is one that I think you and I can try to answer over the course of the next 45 minutes or so. Okay. Who or what is the phantom phone caller? I think that's a yeah. good question to have in the back of our mind as we explore this rich video novel.
0: I don't want our entire exploration of all these video novels to be comparing them to the novels? No, we won't do that. It's it's fruitless, and they're two different things, and they're from two different eras, and yeah. everything about them is different. And Rachel is on her own journey. It feels weird to be in a first name. The Hand of God is on her own journey Yeah, doing her own thing, and it's admirable, and I appreciate and like it. I applaud it. In the book... Mm-hmm. Babysitter's Club, number, number two. two, Claudia and the Phantom Phone Caller. There F- is calls. a... It's Phantom Phone Calls. Mm-hmm. There is a Phantom Phone Caller who yes. exists in the world and terrorizes all of Southern Connecticut. Right. And he's real, and he's out there, and he's coming to get you. And he's still at large. Yep. Yeah. It turns out that the wh- the... The Phantom Phone Caller has copycat crime doers in mm-hmm. that book. And it's Alan Gray and Trevor Sanborn. Right. Is it Trevor I, in that? I think one? it might be. Yeah. It yeah. might be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, who are just who just want to ask the girls out to the Halloween hop but are too nervous. And scare so. them a little bit. And scare them a little bit because that's sort of sexy. It's kind of sexy, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right?
1: <laughs>
0: um in this text. Yeah video text, mm-hmm. the phantom phone caller is all of us. The phantom phone caller is all of us and each of us. The phantom phone caller is that sense of anxiety. Yeah, that we all have. That we all live with. Yeah. It's that kind of nagging self-doubt. It's it's your imposter syndrome. Yeah. It's your failures. It's your failures to live up to others' expectations. Well, that's one interpretation
1: of what the Phantom Phone Caller is. What Claudia says is, at at the 13 minute and 51 mark. And that feeling, the one that makes you feel sad and scared and not good enough, that's the real Phantom Caller. That's Claudia's view of what the Phantom Phone Caller. I could argue, Tanner, that the Phantom Phone Caller is other things, and this is a good thing for us to dive into. Okay. Because we don't have to take Claudia's word for it. The phantom right. phone caller—the act of a phantom phone call—is a failed communicative act, isn't it?
0: It's a failed communicative act. Is you so you think the phantom phone caller just wants to talk to someone and is failing to do so? I think that the phantom phone caller represents God, and
1: I just can't. You know, there's that that Guns N' Roses song. The first, I think it's like the first track on *Use Your*. Illusion two. it begins he goes what we have here is failure to communicate and then it's it's civil war and he's like i don't want your civil war you know that one no okay well i just had to reference it um we'll play a clip i guess i wouldn't (laughs) what the phantom phone caller represents is failed communication in all its forms for yes. Claudia, it's that It's the failed communication that comes when you feel sad and scared and like you're not good enough and you fail to communicate your true self okay there's uh, there are other examples of failed communication in this video
0: text. There are the signal lamps oh Cla- yes Cla- Mar- Marianne
1: cl- Marianne tries to do a big Morse tries code to on Christie
0: Morse code on Christy and Christy shuts, shuts her, her window. window. And I don't know if you noticed, but with those signal lamps, Marianne's like, oh, we
1: have this communication system. And she does like three flashes of a lamp and there's like subtitles under it. And it's like she is able to communicate with those three flashes like, hey, Christy, I'm really sorry that I like said fucked up shit about your dad. Like I was feeling insecure and I didn't mean it. And I hope we can still be friends,
0: which is that's. It sounds like a complex language, and yeah. it sounds like there's a lot of room for error, which is maybe why Christy wasn't receptive to the message, because she could have been reading. I think when you have that few like phonemes, yeah, to express that much thought, yeah, there's bound to be some failed and communications.
1: Confusions. So yeah. maybe the reason Christy was mad is because Marianne accidentally said some like conveyed some fucked up. She like said another yeah. fucked up thing about her dad. Yeah. She's like, hey, Patrick's never coming back. <laughs> he yeah. doesn't love you. He only loves himself. <laughs> right. Chrissy's like, God damn it, Marianne, you woke me up for this. Um <laughs> there is the failed communication between Claudia and her parents, isn't there?
0: Yes. Well, she lies to them. She
1: does a big lie because Stacy convinces her. Yes. There's also a phantom phone caller in this no- in this Fuck. God, video damn novel. It. Video, novel. video, video novel. novel. There's a phantom phone caller that's Marianne herself.
0: Marianne is the phantom phone caller. She's the it, phantom it, phone it caller. Made, man, the phantom phone caller is all those things. Yeah. It's our insecurities, it's our anxieties, it's our uh, failures in the eyes of others, and it is. Our failure to communicate. It's
1: the vast rift that exists between us as humans. It's the the hardest thing about living in the world, in what Heidegger calls mit Dasein, being with others. Heidegger's canceled. You can't quote him anymore. Okay. Well, he's been um, canceled for, for a very long time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but... Yeah. The Phantom Phone Caller is made manifest in this video novel. It's Marianne. She does do phantom phone calls on Christy yeah. and Karen Brewer.
1: Yes. And Can also, we talk about Can I just say one more real phantom phone caller? Can I? One more? Please. The real phantom phone caller. That and this whole fucking video novel is a head fake. Because Anne and the Hand of God are trying to distract us from the fact that there is a real phantom phone caller. He's out there. He's at large. He's never been caught. W- fucking Mr. Spear from the Good Place says yeah. says that he's real. It's in the news. He's there, and then he, but he's not. And Anne and Rachel are doing misdirection. Because they don't want us; they want us to think about the phantom phone caller that's inside of all of us, and they don't want us to think about the phantom phone caller that the Scholastic liars and I'm sorry to say it, Rachel and Anne have failed to fucking catch, and they've had forty years to do it.
0: They and, can't catch. I guess it. we should we should come up with. So we have the Scholastic liars, but now yeah. we've got Walden Media too. Okay. So I guess we'll call them the the Walden. Gre- is there like greedier. a pun on attorney that's like... Greedier. What? Instead of media. Media. Greedia. <laughs> Walden Greedia is pretty good.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, okay. Yeah. So yeah, the Scholastic Liars and Walden Greedia. <laughs> yeah. They're just trying to... They're trying to Distract fucking, us because they can't solve this fucking cold case. They can't solve this
1: cold case.
0: Yeah. And there's a, there's a pervert Phantom Home Caller out there on yeah. the loose... For 40 years. For 40 years since the, f- the book was written. Yeah. And Anne and Anne was like, hey, Rachel, can you do this? Hey, Walden. Here's my case file. And she like puts down this like giant like, <laughs> bursting manila folder. I've been
1: hunting for this fucking dangerous criminal who's been preying on the citizens of Stony Brook since 1986. Right. And they're like, uh,. Mm, well, what we've discovered is that the phantom phone caller was inside us all along. No.
0: <laughs> Anne is like, no, we didn't even say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We at least said the phantom phone caller <laughs> was real. Large. You should be
1: worried about him.
0: I hope our friends at Walden Greedia don't get mad at us for their new... <laughs> We've been in contact with Walden Greedia, and they're very yeah.
1: nice. They're very nice and they're they're making available a lot of their talent for us to talk to. So,
0: yeah. so anyway. But what Hey, I don't I don't write the rules. I don't write the rules. I'm just here to to enforce them, Jack. Is this- that why you
1: didn't want to talk about Heidegger?
0: Cuz you didn't want to offend Walden Greedia? No, I don't want to talk about Heidegger cuz he's canceled. He's canceled. Okay. You know what he did? I know what he did. It's pretty bad. <laughs> very yeah. Bad. The worst. You know who else is canceled? By the way, T.S. Eliot. I know. I You've know. got some problematic faves. I know. Let's, Let's not talk even about, talk about your favorite football team. The episode opens, Jack. Yes, with a <gasps> Claudia's closet.
1: Oh, great. I love that. And there was a creaking door and everything. What a seamless transition to Claudia Closet. We've never done that before. What's she wearing this week? It's where we talk about what Claudia and everybody was wearing.
0: She tries on a number of different outfits at the beginning of the episode. All of them look fly as hell.
1: Yeah, she looks great. And they look so Claudia. There's, They did such a fucking good job with these costumes. It's, it's so believable. It's so what Claudia would wear.
0: What she settles on for the day... Mm -hmm. is an outfit that makes her look like a watermelon. Mm. Did you notice? Yeah, she's got watermelon earrings. She had watermelon earrings, and she was wearing a pink undershirt and a green sweater over it. And she was clearly going for that watermelon look. I'm a watermelon. Yeah, that's good. And it worked, because Trevor Sanborn was like, "Mm, I wouldn't mind taking a bite out of that. I would like
1: to take a tasty breakfast watermelon.
0: (laughs) Why breakfast? When would you have it? I guess I I think dessert. I think of watermelon as kind of a dessert thing. Okay,
1: all right. Well, maybe so does Trevor Sanborn. A little dessert, and she does. She nails it. She and Claudia. I like it when Claudia has a theme. Yeah, me too. She famously dressed as the sea. Yep, in the in Claudia's lie or whatever it is.
0: It's cool. It's a cool look, and I really do think that they've pulled off the Claudia outfits very well in the show and i don't know if that's you rachel or if there's some kind of like oh i guess didn't we when we watched the film the mm-hmm. 1992 film or whatever oh yeah we talked didn't a we lot about induct the costume a, a costume designer into the ghostwriter hall of fame as well let's let's figure out who the costume designer is and they can be our
1: new hodges swallow i think
0: on the show yeah i'm gonna go i'm gonna go do some investigating right now you vamp Okay, what would you like me to talk about? Well, let's talk
1: about Trevor Sanborn. This is so you vamp,
0: not us vamp.
1: I'm talking Figure to the listeners, okay, let's you and I listeners have a little moment where we talk a little bit about Trevor Sanborn. He's very dreamy, he's very handsome. A lot of what the teens say when they see someone who is dreamy and handsome is hashtag swoon, okay. It's a
0: thing. And
1: you're just going to talk over me while, just like while you're looking oh, for okay.
0: stuff? Okay, so I okay. I guess we haven't gotten here yet. Yeah. Because we're trying our best not to... We don't want any spoilers, and we don't want to know how many episodes there are. Watch ahead. Yeah. But apparently at some point in this series, mm-hmm. maybe this is Dawn. You're saying Dong? Dawn. Okay, I don't know that one. At some point in this series, I think Vin Diesel becomes a babysitter. Okay. That's interesting. From, that's uh, a good
1: from uh Triple X? Uh
0: yeah, Fast yeah, and yeah. The Furious? Yeah. From Furious? from Fast and the Furious, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Okay. Does this seem right? Vin Diesel. I did a search for babysitters and it pulled up Vin Diesel for some reason.
1: Did you so that whole time that I was vamping for you, you googled the word babysitters and landed what? on a Vin Diesel page and that's what you're coming back to me with? Is that what's happening? Just say it if it is. I guess so.
0: Okay. That is that is, okay? No, not really. No. I mean, we're gonna have to work with it. I'm can't. I'm on his IMDb page now, and I can't even figure out why. Okay. It gave me Vin Diesel as Dawn. I think that's got to be wrong. Babysit. Well, if he's a result
1: for babysitter. Well, I don't want to be one of these people who's like, oh, well, like you're changing the cast. Like you shouldn't have. This actor play this like fucking do what do your thing, but I do think that Vin Diesel as Dawn is
0: probably a bridge too far. Okay, I think I figured it out. Okay, Vin Diesel in I think in this series is going to be playing a character called the Pacifier. Okay, <laughs> that sounds cool. Like a- having recovered from wounds received in a failed rescue operation, Navy SEAL Shane Wolf is handed a new assignment. Protect the five plumber kids from enemies of their recently deceased father, a government scientist whose top secret experiment remains in the kid's house. Okay. That sounds like good, clean babysitting fun, and I can't wait for Vin Diesel's appearance on this um, television program. Also, Jack, listen to this. Yeah. Coming in 2021, uh, a film called Furia. When okay. Riddick finally finds his home planet, he has Fuck no idea yes. what's in store for him. The latest chronicle in Pitch Black, well, the latest chronicle in the in the Riddick and the Riddick Chronicles. files,
1: the which yeah. get better and better every time. Um, that's Fuck awesome, yeah. and it's cool that Anne that and the, the Hand of God are trying to to that, yeah. meld the two narrative arcs of uh, Babysitter's Club and Chronicles of Riddick. That's something we definitely need to keep an eye on. Yep. Um, what are we talking about? Well, uh, let's talk about some of the handsome boys in the book. Um, Trevor Sanborn. It's video book. Um, yes. Sorry. Here's the thing about Trevor Sanborn. Very good looking boy. And here's what he says to Claude. What was
0: it going to look up originally? Oh, I remember the um, vamp for me. I'm going to look up the costumer. The, this sucks for me, I got to say. It, well, do you want to look it up and I'll vamp? <laughs>
1: I, well, I'm fine either way.
0: I'm fine either way. No, no, I just, you tell me what you want
1: to do. No, let me talk because I'm vamping. Here's I just want to tell the listeners what sucks. is I started vamping and got pretty interested in a topic and then was willing to let go of it to throw back to you because you had some time to look up who does the costumes. And what you would apparently done Diesel. is looked up Vin Diesel. Well. And then we talked about that and then I did go back to the thing. And now we're now you're still looking up the costumer and you still haven't found him or her and
0: there's it's nothing. An, it's
1: it's upsetting. You could see Cynthia why it's
0: upsetting. Cynthia Ann Summers. Okay. Series costume designed by Cynthia Ann Summers. Interesting. Cynthia Ann, welcome to the fucking club. Yeah. I'm sorry my co-host is being so rude and stepping all over your <clears throat> introduction. Yeah. Into the series as a Cynthia honored Ann Summers, Babysitter's Club Art Director, Cynthia Ann Summers.
1: Cynthia Ann Summers, tell me more about her. What's her deal? Where does she live?
0: Oh, I already closed the window. Okay, that's fine. Then let's talk
1: about my thing.
0: Trevor Sanborn is very handsome. She lives, I think, in Los Angeles. She's been active since 1994. What does that mean? (laughs) <laughs> He's been working in costuming departments since okay. 1994. Okay. Um some of her notable things here are ooh a a film in 1998 called American Dragons, which sounds really good. Okay. Smallville? Okay. Remember that's Smallville? Canceled. That's canceled. That's Sm- Smallville's canceled? Yeah. For like doing something racist?
1: Oh no, it's the other um it's the other Superman TV series that's canceled.
0: There's another Superman. Oh, Lois and Clark. Yeah. <laughs> she did Bones. Okay, this is not interesting for me. Okay, well, you asked. Okay. She did Can the we... Snowpiercer TV show.
1: Okay, that is interesting to me, but not in the context of, of providing interesting content for our listeners. What I'd like to talk about is how good-looking Trevor Sanborn is. Okay, yes. And he's a good-looking guy, and here's what he says of Claudia's art. It's got kind of an Elizabeth Payton vibe. And then Claudia says, You know her work? And he says, She and my dad used to show together at the Chelsea Hotel back in the nineties. That's cool. That's so fucking cool. Elizabeth Payton is a real artist. Well, so is uh, Mr. Sanborn. Mr. Sanborn. (laughs) I guess so. I mean, by extension, that must be true. They showed together. She famously has a show in the Chelsea in Hotel Chelsea where people? In the 90s, where people, like, if they wanted to go and look at the art, they just, like, went to reception and asked for the key to room 828. And they would go up and look at her cool art.
0: That's a cool way to do an art installation.
1: Yeah. There's also a Leonard Cohen song about the Chelsea Hotel. I remember you well in the Chelsea Hotel. You were talking so brave and so sweet, giving me head on the unmade bed, while the limousines wait in the street.
0: Okay, well, you and I used to um, go to a market in the ground level of Chelsea Hotel, where we would buy um, Club Matas.
1: Oh yeah, that's right. Which is a German like energy drink that we got excited yeah. about in Berlin. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, so we're, we're
1: like we're, we're in the scene. In the scene, too. we're kind of part of that scene. But that so uh, Trevor Sanborn is not just handsome, but his dad, his like hard charging art dad, right, is like knows like a real ass
0: fucking bona fide modern artist who has like art in a MoMA. Right, that's very cool. Speaking of being boned by hard charging dads. Okay. Did I say that? In so many words. Yeah. I have a hashtag swoon this week, Jack. Okay, yeah. The five minute ten second mark of this show, we get a glance at Mr. Kishi and uh
1: one of our Johns. One we of get the Johns. The first of our we, we got to see the first of the Johns and, and ha- it's
0: Hachi Machi Jack John
1: Kishi and Hachi Machi to John Kishi because wow you know what I wrote down from my in my John Kishi section what? is I wrote I don't know how to spell it but I wrote Humana Humana
0: <laughs> I don't know how to write Hachi Machi but that's what I wrote too <laughs> my my note taking app seems to think Hachi Machi is spelled wrong
1: yeah my my Evernote <laughs> was like I don't think that's how you spell Humana 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 and I was like hey if I could you take a look at John Kishi and try to spell straight you know, yeah. um, he's very flustered, very good looking man.
0: I can't wait to see what these other dads of Stony Brook look like. Yeah. After catching a glimpse of Mr. Well, we know what. Um, we know what John Pike looks like. No, no, no. We know what Marianne, uh, what. Oh, no. Mr. Spear looks like. We know like. what Richard Spear looks like. And he like. looks like Kevin from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah. And he also weirdly looks like that that guy from The Good Place. The like evil. The demon.
1: Yeah, the demon. So that's interesting.
0: Those are both, yeah, it's interesting that he looks a lot like that character actor.
1: Yeah. Um, (laughs) And he
0: talks like him. And he talks like him a lot, yeah. And he says something in this episode at 7.20. What does he say? He says, That home invader, the phantom caller, is still at large in Fairfield County. Because Marianne comes home late from something. It's, It's not described what she's coming home late from. And he's furious with her. He takes her phone. He gives her, like, this parental safety phone to use for the rest of the episode, which is why she needs to be a phantom phone caller.
1: Yeah, because her phone is, like, from, it's, like, calling from the past.
0: Yeah. It's, like, a, ra- it's not even a razor. It's, like,
1: before the razor.
0: Jack, this is huge. Yeah. We're, we're honing in on where Stony Brook, Connecticut is. Oh, it's in It's in Fairfield, Fairfield County.
1: Okay, that's big.
0: Connecticut. We're going to find it now. I think we're going to get pretty close. Yeah. Fairfield County, Connecticut. A lot of Googling. <gasps> Ten or Google's right. Okay. a Lot of big cities in Fairfield County. Actually not that many. Yeah. We already know Stamford's nearby. Mhm. But one dick. what's
1: one that has a lighthouse? It's on the coast. We know it's on the coast. It's it's mostly
0: coast. Okay. It's a lot of coast. I'm sure the Phantom Phone Callers slipped the net by now. Bridgeport, Stamford, Norwalk, Danbury. We're getting
1: closer. We're getting closer. Okay, we're going to hone in. We're going to figure it out. They must be filming somewhere, right? We can figure it out. When we interview the, these characters on the show, we can fucking grill them, give them the fucking 10th degree on where the hell oh, yeah. they went
0: what undisclosed location they're not going to be forthcoming so we'll have to like yeah we'll have to be a little coy about it we'll be like oh what was it like filming in danbury danbury connecticut yeah that's good and we'll just watch their reaction they'll be like that's what that's perfect what Well, yeah. yeah it's like Ooh. oh sorry did i say danbury i meant oh. bridgeport interesting <laughs>
1: that's very good um uh we're gonna have to go i will say as can i say a swoony thing that trevor sanborn said before we take a quick break
0: yes did you almost say tanner instead of trevor no it sounded like you almost accidentally said tanner instead of trevor i don't
1: think so okay what do you say this it's hard to get that kind of translucency with the oils but you nailed it that's um, such a nice
0: thing to say about someone's painting. I would say that as I'm I kind of oiling someone down. <laughs> like a sensual massage. Okay. He would say like, that. Oh, it's, it's really hard to get this kind of translucency with the oil, but your skin is just like... Nailed it. Soaking this up. That's I'm nice. Gonna to, I'm going to have to bill you for more oil. Humana. Well,
1: Humna. What did you say? Hachimachi? Here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a quick break, then we're going to come back, and we have a lot to talk about about this novel. Book! Video! Novel! Fuck!
0: Video, novel, book. Okay, bye. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hmm. What would I do with an extra hour in my day? share this with a friend one like one prayer i will follow through on the like prayer stuff too i will be praying all night i would use today's sponsor betterhelp.com um of course i can't i am evil tanner i can only use the deep web we do have a deep web version of betterhelp.com it's called worsehelp.com it's not good but i think betterhelp.com is great from everything i've heard convenient, flexible, suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist. You can switch at any time, no additional charge. Uh, Go check it out. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash bedfellows to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash bedfellows. See you there. Well, not me, but have fun. Shipping can make or break a sale?
1: Bye. Tanner, we got to talk about the dolls, don't we? Have haven't we? Well, it, got to
0: doll heavy episode. Yeah, the doll faction is infused throughout this episode. So
1: these the books are about dolls, and it looks like the hand of God has taken her her message from her least lord princess and and Martin, which is we got to talk about dolls in this book. I don't know whether... So there's some obvious dolls, and then there's a, a nefarious hidden dolls that's even scarier than the rest. Let's briefly talk about the the obvious dolls, and then let's talk about the nefarious one. Okay. Karen Brewer is in this, and she's great.
0: Karen Brewer's in this, and they found the perfect person to play Karen Brewer. Yeah. This young actress is so talented, and yeah. she... I love her interpretation of Goth Karen. Yeah. Goth Karen is fucking awesome.
1: And she's clearly just like what she has just recently done is drowned her doll. Mm-hmm. Which is what we've been advocating for everyone to do for since we
0: st- basically since we started. I think this. it was Charlotte Johansson who originally advocated for it. It was originally
1: Yeah, or possibly the Marshalls. But the it, it was a, just making people up now. Nina Marshall, come on.
0: Oh right. Okay. Work with yes. me on this. But
1: the, the, there was a, some original, because I think they, I can't remember where it started, but it became clear that the the right way to get rid of the, the Sonny Brick is infested with dolls. Everyone knows this. Uh, there's living, a doll Living faction, dolls, they're evil. Dolls yes. they're evil. Um, and th- there are a lot of ways that people have tried to get rid of them, burning.
0: Decapitation. Uh, Drowning is the only way to do it. Um, They wrap them in chains and yeah. throw them into the bay. Doesn't work. Yeah. But the yeah, and they they
1: always keep coming back. You got to drown them. And the way that Karen is introduced is Christy is like, "It's so nice to meet you, Karen." And then Karen Karen's like first line in this entire series is, "Get out, cookies. I need some refreshments for the wake I'm having for my doll." It's <laughs> <That's> fucking <laughs> awesome. Goth Karen fucking rules. Goth Karen is cool. Christy's like, "Should we close our eyes?" And Karen says, "No." It's dark enough in the grave. <laughs> <laughs> very good, very good
0: writing. But Karen's so very good book is doll heavy. Yeah, and, it, and Karen's doll, whose name is Krakatoa, yeah, who has passed, yeah, is not the only doll, right? And I don't think it's just Rachel Shukert has been compromised by the doll. Let's just call
1: her the Hand of God. I think it's, it's the yes. Hand of
0: God isn't the only one who's been compromised with the dolls because I'm, I'm a little worried Jack that Marianne Spear, the phantom phone caller herself is a doll. Okay. Tell me more. Christy says Marianne is a doll. Does she say that? Yeah. Nine minutes, 20 seconds. Christy says that, Kevin from Brooklyn Nine-Nine mm-hmm. treats Marianne like a China doll in a box.
1: He treats you like some kind of China doll in a box. Okay,
0: so that's something to keep an eye on.
1: Um, at 11 minutes and 53 seconds, Tanner, in this yeah. video novel, yeah, we get a glimpse inside Claudia's locker. And what is written in big, glowing letters inside? They
0: glow, the- like infernal text?
1: I was just trying to have an adjective to make it sound bigger than it was. They're just not glowing at all.
0: Why don't you try being precise with your language for once? It's a fucking podcast. In big, all we have. In
1: big, infernal letters. Okay. Are the words sparkle, Neely, sparkle.
0: Sparkle, Neely, sparkle.
1: Sparkle, Neely, sparkle. Spell
0: Neely for me.
1: N-E-E-L-Y. Okay. Have what you could investigated? that be? Oh, I've investigated. I'd love for you to investigate so you could come to the same conclusion that I did.
0: Tanner Googles. Am I Googling Sparkle Neely Sparkle? Please, Google Sparkle Neely
1: Sparkle and tell me what it's from.
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah, and are you... And hand of God, are you... <laughs> Are you toying with us? Are you toying with us?
1: You knew he would look it up. You knew he would look it up. It's not a reference that Claudia is likely
0: to make. Baby Nation, the line, Sparkle, Neely, Sparkle, is from a film.
1: They say I'm difficult. They say I'm drunk even when I'm not. Sure, I take dolls. I gotta get some sleep. I gotta get up at five o'clock in the
0: morning and sparkle, Neely, sparkle. From 1967, Called Valley of the Dolls. <laughs> valley of the Dolls. And that what what better
1: way to describe Stony Brook could there be?
0: Well, uh, it's I don't think it's a valley. So I would maybe say coastal city of the dolls.
1: Okay. Well, then the b- bad way to describe Stony Brook, but the dolls right. are there, aren't they? The dolls are there. Yeah. It's full of dolls and uncaught phantom phone callers, and some of them are the same. Some of them are both. Marianne, I'm looking at you. You're both of the bad things
0: this week. Crazy to me that they would embed a message like that, and it must be for us. And it's it's un- a, totally it's for a us. Threat. It's a it's threat. It's a threat to us. It's. I feel the, and I'm the watching hairs you. on the
1: back of my neck stood up when I saw that. It's a hey, threat
0: directed mold at and us. Greedia. Walden Greedia. Walden Greedia. Message fucking received, we Recia. will respond in kind. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's right. You're damn right we will. We will respond in kind. Don't fucking... Uh, hey, when you go back to school and open your locker, be fucking careful. <laughs> Walden Greedia.
0: Uh, Jack, Yeah. 14 minute 30 second mark, mm-hmm. Christy comes over to Watson's house to take care of... Karen and Andrew. Yeah, they're both so good in this. But we catch a brief peek <laughs> at my favorite new character, yeah. and a character for whom I've dedicated a new segment that I'm calling feel like Watson Watson.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, can we workshop it just a little bit? I think the title Watch and Watson. Oh, I could see what happened.
0: Watch you think? Watch and Watson is better. Watch and doesn't even include the character's name. Watch and Watson. Watson Watson. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I feel like you skipped a step. Watson Watson. It's hard to say. Watson
0: Watson. Watson, Watson, Watson. Brewer is in this scene. He and Elizabeth yeah. Brewer, Batgirl, are. You know dressed what you as- could call
1: it? You could call it What's in Watson? Watson Watson. That doesn't work because it's like you're finding out what what makes them
0: tick. Oh, okay. What's no, it called? Watson? I feel like Watson Watson. Okay. And this week Watson and Elizabeth are dressed Batgirl. as f- uh, bat girl. Yeah. This week they're dressed as flightless bats. <laughs> getting ready for some kind of I
1: could not tell what they were dressed as. I wrote down feast I wrote down mouse and then I was like, I don't think it's a mouse and <laughs> it was I was like, maybe they're cat people, but that wasn't quite it. But you've nailed it. They're dressed as flightless bats, aren't they?
0: mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Yeah. And I think they're going to some kind of blood feast or orgy or something. <laughs> so they needed a sitter and the only sitter available is Christy. Yeah. Christy has been resisting watson's charms and yeah. resisting taking care of karen and andrew but yeah tonight she can no longer resist and she comes over and watson in this scene is is so good and so energetic and so fun all he wants to do is show christy that there is a section of his mansion house where <laughs> the acoustics work out in such a way that you can hear your own echo
1: yeah it's called watson's whispering gallery <laughs> it's so good and it's such a sad moment it's such a sad moment he's like he's like christy 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 check it out i've got watson's whispering gallery and she's like okay and then he runs over with andrew and he whispers and like the acoustics make the whisper carry and he goes christy we're so happy you're here (laughs) right andrew and then christy's (laughs) like okay (laughs) uh i'm gonna go get andrew some milk
0: i love this character yeah, it's a
1: fucking wonderful. I love Watson. And we're a Watson Watson. And too. what's in Watson? I what I, Watson. I don't know, but it's good. Yeah. And it's he's a g- goodness. It's pure goodness. It's pure goodness. Um Should we talk about some more scary stuff? Okay. This is scary. So last week we had um the the character that they tried to hide from us was Beret woman. Beret lady.
0: Yes. Who she, who she showed up, may a, have been
1: we think it may have be related to the Babysitters Agency, which is teased, which is teased at the end of this episode. In yes. this video novel, um, we saw it coming. No one else did. Babysitters Agency, but yeah. the characters that they tried to hide from us in this video novel, I don't know what to make of it. Here's what I'll say: I have to describe it. There's no words around them. I can't play a clip, but at 11:58 in the background, as Claudia is talking to Stacy. Two women walk past behind her, and they're both dressed identically. Blue jeans, pink t-shirt, black backpacks. And then a minute later at 1304, a third woman walks past in the exact same spot. And it wasn't different. You're
0: certain it wasn't the same.
1: It's not the same actress. Same fucking outfit.
0: Blue jeans,
1: pink t-shirt. It's uncanny. You wouldn't notice it unless you were a fucking professionally trained noticer of babysitter's club things, which I am. But that's, there's something. What happened? Did did the hand of God tell all the extras that they had to wear the same, like it's like a cult? They, they're pulled from a cult? Or is there a sinister faction in Stony Brook that's like these fucking pink shirt people? The Pinkos. Pinko Pinko's. It's communists. (laughs) Oh, it's the communists. (laughs) Right? I I, I don't know. I like I wish I could I wish I could have you watch it because it's like once you notice it, it's like I noticed two of them and then I was like, and there's another one. I'm so curious. And they all walk into the same room. So that's something to fucking think about and it's scary. I was calling them. That's so interesting. I'm so
0: curious about these what are you calling them? The clones okay i was gonna call them the pinkos pinkos is good too
1: that works we don't know because there's nothing is said
0: about them i'm trying to think if it maps back to any of the existing factions but i don't think it does there's no i mean ballerinas wear pink
1: uh could be ballerinas
0: they don't wear jeans though
1: no i mean maybe on their off days
0: i don't think so yeah i think they wear tutus
1: i think it's something to keep keep an eye on and i don't i don't yeah. know the answer But but don't but also don't think I'm not watching. And that actually brings me to a second thing that's scary. And this is also in I think Claudia's locker. We see it at 9:50. The eyes are back. The The eyes eyes of Argus.
0: These eyes of Argus are always there, and they're always watching Claudia.
1: Yeah, and so we noticed it last week because Stacy was wearing the eyes of Argus on her sweater. sweater. That's just like a hundred
0: eyes. Yep.
1: Uh, which is a reference to the god Argus, who is always watching. Killed by Zeus eventually, but I'm not sure if that's relevant. Um, and then the, in at 950 in this video novel, Claudia opens her locker and she's got the eyes of Argus who are watching us. Uh, the only thing I can think of is that the eyes represent. It's like a. It's not for us to see. It's a message for Rachel. It's a message from Anne. Oh, it's. it's she's saying, "I'm wa- fucking watching you. I'm we're still watching." Here.
0: Yeah, We're watching. Don't, don't fuck this up.
1: Don't fuck this up. Like, I've handed over this world to you, but like I am still the god of this world. Those creation. eyes are the
0: eyes of Anne, it's the eyes of Suzanne, it's the yeah. eyes of Nola, it's the eyes of Sweet Pete, it's the eyes of yeah. the entity, it's the eyes yeah. of the Leviathan. The Leviathan, yeah. Those are all of their eyes. They're mighty eyes, watching down from the Well, I was gonna say the heavens, but watching up from the murky depths. Yeah.
1: Yes. Oh, right. Things. And we also thought it might be uh the eyes of Shab Nigarath, is that right?
0: Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. The the thousand-eyed monster from Yes. Lovecraft. So that's Jack. Scary. Yeah. Can I talk about a new hit segment from this series Please. called You don't understand. I could have had class. I could have been a contender. I could have played that fucking character. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wherein I confront the Walden greedy uh, Mm -hmm. casting directors and challenge them to cast me in a part on the show and call them cowards for not doing so this season Yeah, Um, so I will do all that now please cast me on the show and you're cowards for not doing it this season yes here's a character I could have played at the Halloween hop you see him very briefly in the background of one shot dance DJ oh okay yeah, there's just some dork guy in the background, just like, <laughs> <laughs> you'd be perfect for that role. You're I could perfect. do that. It's like, not we'll a kid. It's role. like it's like some man. It's, it's a man. It's a man. It's a man.
1: That's what yeah. you are. That's what I'm you a man. Are. And look at this. Oh my god, I, B- Baby Nation. I like. I can't describe it, but Tanner's doing like. Well, I can. He's doing like a bad DJ dance, like
0: a really, really lame well. dance. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: It's a ups- I could have played
0: it's that character. Upsetting. It's outrageous. Come on. Come on. And for you, Jack, let's see. Let's isolate someone you could have played this week. Can I be the eyes? Could I just be like
1: hiding in Claudia's locker? And it's just I would like, love you see my to see eyes? you.
0: I would love to see you a uh, 42-year-old man. Not yet. With 41-year-old man with a beard. Yeah. Thinning hair walking in by in the background behind Claudia's closet, wearing a pink shirt and blue jeans in her locker and a black backpack. Uh, no, no, okay. no. I want, I want okay. you to be one of the pinkos. I could have been one of the, pinkos. I want us yeah. to notice. I want us to notice. Maybe if you're care- keeping a careful eye out. Yeah. I want us to notice three young men <laughs> walk by in this outfit. And then clearly <laughs> a middle-aged man walking by in the same outfit. That's pretty good. Um, I guess we should just rip the Band-Aid off, huh? Okay. <gasps> and it's where we to talk about a burn, there was one extremely good burn this week. I'm sure we both have it. I'm sure it was both of our burns. Okay. Why don't you go? Because I've got... I've got... I've got two good burns. Okay. At the four-minute mark, they are at the Babysitter's Club meeting, and they're talking. Yeah, and this is a very good burn. And Batgirl calls. <laughs> Batgirl calls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I didn't capture the whole quote. Did you? Yeah, I've got the whole quote. Okay. Why don't you say it? <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> this is very funny. Uh, Batgirl calls. I think they're scared because they're like, it's the phantom phone caller. So maybe Batgirl is one of the phantom phone callers. They're like, it's going to be the phantom phone caller and the phone rings and then it's Batgirl. So that's another option. It's like all this misdirection.
0: No, no, no. The phantom phone caller has a very specific MO, which is they call over and over and over again. Batgirl only calls once. But they
1: think in this moment, they're like talking about the phantom phone caller and then the phone rings and Christy gets scared. And then it's Batgirl. Batgirl says... Hey, Watson needs a sitter. And Chrissy's like, Watson needs a fucking sitter. And Stace and Claude are going to the Halloween hop. Claude is, like, hot and heavy with Trevor Sanborn. I don't know if we've hit that hard enough because... Yeah, she's hot to try. 'Cause Because I guess they couldn't be bothered to introduce Pete Black yet. Because it is true that in Claudia and the Phantom Phone Calls, Trevor Sanborn is the guy, but it's kind of the last we hear of Trevor Sanborn in a real way. Yeah,
0: he becomes... He becomes, like, a, a mention every now and then yeah. as, like, a cute boy in Express. Stony Brook. Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: I think Stacy dates him at some point. Anyway, that's getting ahead of ourselves. Stacey and Claude are going to the hop until Marianne says, Christy, this is, like, the seventh time since the club has started that your mom or Watson has called in with a job. You're the only one who hasn't gone, and you're the only one they
0: actually want.
1: And then Christy, like, gets this expression on her face where she's, like, resigned, and she's like, okay, it seems like she's like, oh, you're right. And then she goes back to the phone, and she takes him off hold, and she goes, Mary Ann Spear will be your sitter on Friday. Have a wonderful day.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's fucking good as hell. That's not the burn I was talking about. Oh, really? That it's burn literally rolls. Huh. Right after that, okay. some bit of conversation leads to Christy saying,
1: I'd rather have head lice again.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. And Claudia says,
1: "You get headlights a lot."
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Chrissy just kind of did this face that's like, "Well, what are you gonna do? Well, it happens?" Um, that's but, the true burn—the headlights burn.
1: Well, the other burn is when Claudia and Trevor Sanborn are talking about Trevor's like genuinely pretty good abstract painting. That's like textured yeah, yeah, and yeah. interesting. Yeah, it's cool. And he's looking at it, and he's like, what do you think? And she's like, oh, it's good. Which, it, honestly, in and of itself is a burn. Like, Claudia, you're a fucking artist. You like this man. Don't just say, it's good. Say something about the fucking piece. Good art. Don't say, it's, it's good. Yeah, it's yeah. whatever. Fucking, it really, like, I love the, the shading and the texture. Like, say something.
0: Anyway, she does. Love it. the bold colors. It reminds me of a Rothko.
1: That, great. That would be really nice. But that would be weird because it's supposed to be a self-portrait, and that the Rothkos are not self-portraits, and so.
0: Oh, the bold colors. I mean, I'm not saying it's a. I'm not saying it's a one-to-one for a Rothko. It's not even fucking like, yeah, squares. It was this abstract sort of piece. I'm just saying, like, it his choice of, of color reminds me of a Rothko. The
1: the texture of your color it's is so powerful that reminds me of a Rothko, and much like the Rothko's colors which are like peeling back an onion just thinking about the different layers of color. So are you Trevor Sanborn, like an onion if that I'm I would like to unpeel by which I mean clothes but also personality and learning. Your more your
0: about little me. your little hat. He's got a cool And this little, little funny hat.
1: little artist's
0: hat. Yeah. But what Trevor says one to is, one artist I would equate it to maybe still Clifford Still. Okay. Or uh who also uses sort of those big kind of streaks of, of bold colors? It's really Cl- Clifford Still in my mind. Jasper Johns, maybe. Oh, you mean Jeff Johns? His that... his run with Green Lantern.
1: No, I meant Jasper Johns. He mostly does flags and stuff, but no, he'll sometimes Jeff like Johns. fuck around. Okay. Well, that's the la- Green Lantern is different. We're getting off topic. Okay. Here's what Trevor says. He looks at his painting and he looks disappointed, and he says. My dad says it's derivative, like something he painted in the 80s.
0: <laughs> His dad sounds like a dick. <laughs> That's such a fucked up
1: thing to say. It's like, <laughs> hey, you know what is probably pretty good? If your like 12-year-old son did something in art class that looks like you... A famous fucking artist. You were at the Chelsea Hotel in the 90s. At the Chelsea Hotel in the 90s, was able to do in the fucking 80s. Anyway, mm-hmm. that's my burn.
0: I actually, and that actually sort of uh, brings me back to a segment we've already done. Mm-hmm. I could have played this fucking role. You could play that the dad. disappointed art dad. I could be a disappointed art dad. Just sort of off screen. Maybe your piece, your part got cut. You know what? I'm going to say, I think I did play that role.
1: Like I'm not in the show, yeah. But like I am so disappointed, Art Dad, in my soul that maybe I was Trevor Sandbor's dad. Yeah, and that's who Rachel was thinking. But
0: you just said you liked his art, so you're gonna have to change your opinion on art pretty quickly. Yeah, I can do that. Um, I don't have anything else to talk about. Do you?
1: Uh, Very briefly, before we leave, Marianne's room at 10:44. Marianne is being watched over by Humpty Dumpty. Tanner, let me ask you a question. Uh, okay. We've talked about the babies, the beginning of the Babysitter's Club as being uh, a a move from a pre-lapsarian to a post-lapsarian state. Um, th- there's a lot of Garden of Eden and the end of Innocence mythology that has already been introduced in the first episode of this series. Are you
0: saying Humpty Dumpty is an allegory for Original Sin?
1: Well, let me ask you this question, Tanner. And thank yeah. you for setting me up. What do Humpty Dumpty and Eve have in common? Nothing. They both fell.
0: (laughs) Broad, but (laughs) yes, I guess so. (laughs) And that's what this is about? (laughs) That's it. That's it.
1: That's interesting. That's That's what's watching over Marianne's bed. (laughs) It's an egg okay. that's about to break. It's so fucking pregnant with meaning. She also has cat people on her pillow. And there's a mermaid sitting on her windowsill. And it represents um, the sirens.
0: Okay. They're calling S- to her. Someone interacts with a mermaid at some point. Oh, Karen. Does Karen talk about mermaids in this? I don't remember. Karen meets a mermaid.
1: Oh, in, in Karen's mermaid, little sister number like 65, probably. Yeah. Uh, that's That's a deep cut for... Do you even, think maybe it's a Even literally for listeners of our show. You
0: think it's an allegory to Karen? <laughs> it's an right? allegory.
1: It's like a fucking tease for, <laughs> 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 for like 20 years from now when there's a spinoff of this. It's the Little Sister series.
0: Oh, God, I would watch that.
1: It's very interesting. These video novels are very interesting. We've learned a lot. We're peeling back the onion that is Trevor Sanborn, and we're peeling back the onion of these video books books aren't we wouldn't
0: mind peeling back the onion on mr kishi and mr kishi
1: in particular who's a very handsome john and we've met the first of our johns haven't we and it's kishi Mm. Mm. um what i'd love to do is leave and also to go okay um i'd like to thank you tanner for bearing with me okay i would like to thank the baby nation for bearing with us thank you for bearing with us baby nation um, I would like to remind everybody that uh they can subscribe to our Patreon if they like. We have a Patreon at uh patreon.com slash b s c c podcast where we talk about the little sister books. It's only five dollars a month and we have a whole other show and it's good and it's we just sing the descriptions and we like it and everybody has a good time in there. Why why are you hedging so much? I'm not it's not a hedging. I'm I'm advertising the show. <laughs> Cause you won't do it for me.
0: USA, okay, it's merch, it's man. good. It's good.
1: Okay, great. Now you're hedging.
0: The Go. show is so good. Thank you. And it only costs five dollars a month. It's but you not can also give us more if you want. Yeah, you can if you want. That's one of the perks. It's up to you.
1: Uh, Key, a lot it, of
0: people are amending their their pledges to five dollars sixty nine. Six sixty nine is good too. Yeah. Six ninety is great. Six ninety is great. Yeah, yeah. Um.
1: Buyer merch bit.ly slash bscc merch. We got t shirts, we got totes, we got stickers. The we whole bunch is just do a yards. new
0: tier, yeah. Where if you pay six dollars we'll like do your voicemail or something. <laughs> I'd love to do someone's voicemail.
1: Um, and please do join the Facebook group, it's the Baby Nation Facebook group. You can find it on our Facebook page, Babysitters Club Club on Facebook. Um, In the meantime, what I would like to tell you is that this week we did read a video book, and it was called Babysitter's Club number 2, Season 1, Episode 2, Claudia and the Phantom Phone Calls. I didn't look this up because my Netflix is weird, and it's difficult to figure out how to get to the screen where you see what the episodes are called but i assume that next week we're, we're going to be discussing a video book called season one episode three the truth about stacy that sounds likely doesn't it
0: i assume so too it did, did the did the babysitters club agency stuff happen in and i just i hate to compare these to the, the original novels but did the Babysitters Club agency stuff it did yeah because it's about okay. truth right
1: it's about truth and lies
0: right they do and, they smoke cigarettes
1: and that's a lie Right? Because they're, they're presenting themselves as something else. Right. So, that's something to look forward to. In the meantime, I would like to tell you that this week I have been Jack Alexander
0: Shepard. And I'm Tanner Greenring.
1: Please do remember to round off the corners in your bedroom, drown all your dolls, call your senator, and demand your right to bear time, and do not forget to let daddy love you as much as I do. Remember the Delaney's. Remember the trip man. Take your dream horse through that maze. Claudia's wearing a bra now, and the way she talks, you would think that boys had just been. All right, if hit play, let's count.
0: One. Two.
1: Three. Four. Five. Six. Seven. Eight. Nine. Two. What? Ten. That's <laughs> very un- unlikely. It's like I, I chaos theory. I, I,
0: I remembered right at the last second that we also have to do burn. Okay. And it distracted me so much that I w- I said two instead of ten. <laughs> okay.
1: Let's go here. (laughs) Let's talk about it.
0: That was a headgum podcast.